Hey, before we get started with today's episode, I just want to quickly let you know that if you DM me the word audit on Instagram, that's at Ken Westgar, we'll do a quick 15-minute audit of your launch. And by the end of the audit, you'll know exactly where to put your focus in order to grow and scale your next launch. So like I said, DM me the word audit on Instagram, and I'll talk to you soon. This is the Oh My God, I'm Launching Podcast. Today's guest is Adam Kidu. I had such a hard time pronouncing his last name correctly. I hate last names. It's always so difficult. But uh, anyway, um, today on this episode, we um, dive a little bit deeper into a conversation about who we're being and you know what we're thinking instead of focusing on what to have. I don't know if you know the be, do, have model, which uh, I know Jim Fortin, amongst others, talks about. But it's about being someone in order to have what you desire, basically. But uh, yeah, we touch on all those things and fears and judgment. And oh, man, we go so deep in these conversations. So if you like, you know, deep conversations, this one's definitely for you. Um, And remember, if you're stuck in a launch or you're about to launch and you need some help to move forward, I want you to click on the link in the show notes. Schedule a launch chat, and we'll figure out what your next steps is going to be. Now let's get into the episode. Have you launched your online course with great success? Or maybe you launched totally tank and you just want to curl up and cry. Well, it really doesn't matter. Hi, my name is Ken Westgar, and I'll help online course creators and membership site owners creating the most fun and profitable launches without having to go it alone. In this podcast, we talk about all kinds of launches. You'll get tons of valuable insights and fun stories that highlights the dramatic ups, downs, failures, and success that comes from being in launch mode. This is the Oh My God, I'm Launching Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to the Oh My God, I'm Launching Podcast. I'm your host, as usual, Ken Westgar, and today I am joined with uh, Adam Kido, 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 Kido. Yeah, we just talked <laughs> about nose. this and all, already. Yeah. I'm screwing up. <laughs> it's I mean, a tough one, on. <laughs> but it's great to have you here, though. I love it. Um, today we're gonna dig into a different type of topic, so we're not talking about launching in specific this time. Actually, uh, we're gonna dig into a little bit of more energy and how we're feeling and how we're thinking and all that juicy stuff. And I really love that because it's so much going on, you know, behind the face that we kind of show up with. So, but um, before we get into all that, I would love for you to just explain the audience who you are, who you help and how you help them. Absolutely. So I'm Adam Kadu. I'm a wildly passionate entrepreneur who helps other entrepreneurs basically get out of their own way, um, you know, reduce a lot of the mental chatter in their mind that talks them out of doing the scary actions and just helps them to embody the way they want to feel each and every day so they can show up powerfully online. And when you show up powerfully online, people take notice of you, they connect with your energy, and they want to know more. And that's where the rubber really re- meets the road. You know, for me, starting out, um, I was a lot into the strategies, the tools, the tactics, the tips, and I got buried in that. Mm-hmm. And there became a point in time where I was not showing up as my authentic full self because I was this robot of a person trying to get all the strategies right. People would say, do a Facebook Live, and you go your intro, and then you do your, um, your tagline, and then you do this and that, the other thing. And I wasn't connecting with my audience until I really um, got to take a glimpse of who I was being from the inside out and focused on the energy that I want to bring each and every day. And from that moment, my business shifted, and 
that's what I'm here to teach, teach the world. So mm, I love that. But uh, yeah, it's easy to just dive right into the strategies and tactics. I mean, that's pretty much what everybody's talking about. So obviously that's the content that you're consuming and that's kind of what you, yeah, that's what yeah. you digest. So obviously yeah. that's what you go with. Yeah, but um, there's definitely a, a place for that. Um, we need strategies and tactics, obviously. but when we lead with that, when we lead with our minds and we, we lead with trying to figure it out and get it right. Um, like I said, it's just like we remove ourselves from the equation and mm-hmm. it's almost like it becomes um, a safety net. It's like, we can blame it on the strategies and the tools and the tactics. If that didn't work, well, I followed this process. I followed the strategy. I did the Instagram thing. And it didn't work. Mm-hmm. But what happens is when we take full responsibility for how we're showing up um, and the results we get from who we are being instead of just the doing, doing, doing. I like to say when you do, 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 you get stuck in the do, do. Um, <laughs> but when you focus on being, when you focus on the energy you're bringing to the world, um, that's when things shift. And uh, I don't have to be the one who tells you that the world needs more leaders. The world needs more powerful energy out there. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm passionate about the conversation. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So where do we start this conversation? I mean, you talked before we joined or uh, hopped on, we talked a little bit about, you know, the be, do, have model. And I know from listening to both, both Jim Fortin and James Whitmore, people tend to live from the have, do, be instead. So they kind of got it reversed, right? Absolutely. So why don't we start talking about a little bit about that, you know, the difference between have, do, be and be, do, have and how that kind of affects us. Yeah, perfect. I love I love breaking this down. So uh, as as you said, people wait until if I have a large audience, then I'll launch. Mm-hmm. If I have more dollars for my Facebook uh, ads, then I will go, you know, all in. I'll, I'll actually like, show up more powerfully. And we're working from this place of when I have XYZ, when I have the new iPhone, when I have a better computer, when I have a better microphone, I'll do my podcast. When we're working from have, do, be, then that's like you said, backwards, because mm-hmm. um, when you're working from that place, you're going to continue to perpetuate that way of being. You'll find the next new thing, whether it be uh, the next course, the next uh, video that you've got to uh, watch, the next training you've got to go through, the next book that you just think the secret is in there. Mm-hmm. Um, you work from that place and you'll continue to perpetuate that way of being. You'll just have to have the next thing. And then when yeah. you shift that, and work from be, do, have, working from a place of who do I need to be to take the actions in a way that gets the results I'm after, all of a sudden you become the cause to the effect in your business. You become the start, whether than waiting or um, setting back. Uh, I I like to use this example. It's kind of a fun example. Um, I used to gamble sometimes. I'd go to the casinos and mm-hmm. I would, uh, you know, I'd be like up, I, I'm like a hundred dollars up or something like that. And I would get down a little bit. I'm like at 70 or 80. And I would say, as soon as I get back to a hundred dollars, I'll cash out. And right. literally that has never happened. <laughs> I really think there's something in the universe that says, nope, when you're working from that paradox, that's the result you're going to get. And mm-hmm. so when you're working from a place of when I get these results, um, then I'll do something else, but then I'll show up more powerfully. It's like, no. Show up powerfully now so you can get the results. So be, do, have. Who do I need to be to take the actions in a way to get the results I'm after? And that literally, it's like when you really work from that place each and every day, you show up and ask yourself, who do I need to be today? Who does my audience need me to be today? What's the energy that I need to 
um, you know, put out into the world today? Who do I need to be? That's when um, you're more focused, you're more driven, you're more alive. But when you're working from, I need to have this first, that's such a disempowering place. Like literally you give all your power away to something out in the future that may or may not ever occur. Um, and you're not taking responsibility for your energy, um, your mind and, and how you're showing up. And I saw something online the other day that talked about um, things that we can control. And, and I like mm-hmm. to say, you know, control is an illusion. I mean, we're spinning on a rock in yeah. outer space, like <laughs> around this hot ball <laughs> of, of gas. And we think we have control over things. However, for the sake of this conversation, um, you can control um, your mind, your yeah. words, and your actions. Yeah, true. What you can influence is the you know, how you show up, the, the actions you take, you have influence over that. What you cannot control is the world around you, the weather, the other people, 90% of what's going on, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, it gets back down to the, the, the basics, the fundamentals, the foundation of I can control how I think, how I feel, how I speak, and how I act. And from there, yet again, that's, that's where we as creators um, can show up differently. And not a lot of people are working from that context. They're following the same blueprints. They're following the same advice from all their gurus. They're following uh, all the all the same tactics, but they're not infusing themselves. They're not infusing their hearts, um, their souls, their own passion, their own message into what they're doing. And that's when everything shifts, like everything shifts. Hmm. When you talk about, you know, the starting working from the have, the have model or from that end, it sounded a bit like, procrastination i don't know if that's something you can relate it to but it sounded a little bit like that i don't know if you agree with that procrastination um excuses which you know hold us back so um you know in the entrepreneur world business owners um we get a crash course in personal development there's no (laughs) personal development like running a business like we have a lot to learn and so when we can get clear on our behaviors our old limiting patterns, our old limiting thought processes, um, we can shift those. Mm-hmm. And until you uh, become clear on those, and that's why coaching is just phenomenal, having a, a coach to help you see your blind spots. I mean, they're called blind spots for a reason. We can't mm-hmm. see them ourselves. So and you, ha- you can have somebody else that knows what they're doing to point out your blind spots. At that moment, you can't unsee what you saw. So with that being said, um, yeah, it's just like a whole new conversation of, okay, so look, I am procrastinating. What am I, uh, what's, what's the cause of this procrastination right now? It's not like I just want to procrastinate. If you do, it's not called procrastination. You're just chilling. You're just resting, mm-hmm. right? So what's the cause of this? And usually underneath it all is fear, right? right. It's some sort of fear. Even though if I was to walk up to, you know, a hundred people on the street and say, um, do you work from fear or do you, do you um, see the world through fear? Chances are most of them say no, exactly. but yep. they don't say what they want to say. They don't show up the way that they feel called to. They don't share their message that they want to share. They procrastinate. They have a ton of excuses for me. That's all founded in fear. Mm. And when you can start to see that um, fear is like the thought of not showing up online or not really going all in online because you fear what other people think that's not really fear. Like fear is when a tiger jumps out at you from the bushes. Like that's fear. But we get into yeah. this place of thinking and we see it as it's threatening. And when it's not threatening, it's actually threatening to 
set where we are now and not to do anything different. Um, and so, yeah, there's a lot of people that work out of fear without knowing fear and, and procrastination is definitely procrastination. Perfectionism um, mm. is fear-based. It's fear-based yeah. and it's all comes down to our two greatest fears are our fear of inadequacy, like not being good enough or like, like, like we're ever going to just like, there's going to be a day that it's like, yep, it's all, it's verified. I, I wasn't good enough. I, it's like, that's just like so silly. And the other thing is the fear of abandonment. And that's where, right. um, that's where I'm leaning into right now to help entrepreneurs is to um, use their heart and basically get let go of like all the meaning attached, especially in sales conversations, because when you can just show up with your heart and be of service and mm-hmm. stand for somebody, not stand for their limitations and excuses, then at that moment, um, you no longer have to put your ego on the line. You no longer have to get bruised and, and um, get all beat up if somebody says this two little word or two little letter word to you, no. And at that moment, it's like everything shifts when you can know that, you know, you're, you don't have anything to fear. You don't have to fear abandonment. It's not like the whole world is going to leave you and, and reject you. Um, and <laughs> I mean, even the craziest, uh, people in the world, they still have fans. Right. So it's just like, um, and so for fear of rejection, fear of inadequacy, fear of abandonment, that's what drives a lot of people's, um, decisions. That's mm-hmm. what drives a lot of people's energies where they place their attention. And yet again, that's, that's a broken model. Like you're not going to get to where you're going working from fear. It's like you have to shift to who you're being today in this moment, each and every mm-hmm. day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I hear what you're saying and I'm getting it, but <laughs> I mean, it's so easy to say, sit there and listen and say, yeah, yeah, that's so true. Okay. Yeah, I get it. But I mean, how do you even start? working on that process i mean obviously awareness is probably the first step you know just getting aware of your thoughts and you know where they're rooted but where do you take it from there i mean there's gotta yeah. be something we can do yeah let's get jump started great question <laughs> yeah no i love that so um in 2014 my wife or actually 2012 my wife and i moved back to our hometown a uh, small town of about nine thousand people before that we were living in a town of uh almost 200,000 people. So it's like, Mm. literally I could, I had a lot more opportunities for business. I was running a a digital marketing agency back then. Mm -hmm. Um, So I could walk out of my door. I could go stop into two or three businesses and sign a contract by noon and, um, and no worries. When we moved back to my hometown, I started having the same business model here. uh, And I was facing a lot of resistance, a lot Mm -hmm. of complacency, a lot of people that were just okay with their market share, not really interested in growth and little by little inch by inch, not knowing what I know now, all these no's were stockpiling into just like this heaviness that I was weighing on myself. It was like, they weren't rejecting my offer. They were rejecting me, Mm -hmm. right? Like that's Mm -hmm. how I saw it. And in doing so, I like little little by little inch by inch, I fell into this deep, dark hole, like a depression. I mean, I wasn't clinically uh, labeled as depressed, but I'm pretty (laughs) damn sure I was depressed. Yeah. So in that moment, that's where my real personal development journey began because um, I, I knew I was like, look, if I just, you know, <laughs> allow this to happen, like this is a bad place. Like I just knew I'd wake up each and every morning. Like I'd wipe the crusties out of my eye. I sit at my computer and I'm just stressed to the max. I'm like, what in the hell am I doing today? What am I, what am I doing today? How can I make this work? Like, how can I break through? I was asking myself very bad questions. It's like, why can't mm. I break through? Mm-hmm. Um, and you get bad answers when you ask bad questions. 
Uh, <laughs> so, so it took me really trying to understand like what's going on in my mind. What's this perpetual thought loop that's making me feel this way. And at that moment in time, it was like, there was no strategy for me to, uh, I was, I started meditating things like that, but it just was not helping to slow my thoughts down. So I decided, I was like, look, I really get the sense that there's this, this, this thought loop or this loop between my thoughts and my body, right? If I can't control my thoughts right now, I'm, I'm controlling my body. So each and every morning I'd wake up, um, I'd pump myself up. I'd actually go uh, in, in front of the mirror and I had a little script that I said to myself just to kind of like get myself in a state and off the start um, that lasted a good 15, 20 minutes. And then I'd be back to my slump again. Mm-hmm. And through repetition, the master of all learning, the master of all skills, uh, repetition, I little by little, inch by inch, started being able to stay in this peak state a little bit longer, a little bit longer, a little bit longer. So my first thing was like mastering my my body. And that was like, you know, going, walk, and I, I wasn't exercising a lot back then too. It's like, because I was just like shrinking, you know, I was like, um, you think of abundance and expansion. Um, it's very, yeah, it's very expansive. But when you think about fear, When you Mm -hmm. think about scarcity, when you think about doubts, it's very contracting. So literally, like I was like in this little hole of of a world, Uh, every little action was so scary for me at that point. point. Um, And so I just got myself like literally each and every day, I would keep my energy up, keep my energy up before and it became a habit. And then at that point, I kind of mastered that and my thoughts were still garbage. Like I still just had all these thoughts just running through my uh, head all day long that would just pull me out of my state. And so then I started paying real close attention and I got a glimpse of just how powerful my thinking was. I started kind of like doing visualizations and also like mantras and things like that. Um, and little by little, I started seeing, you know, new opportunities coming into my life. It was to back then it was like kind of a coincidence, right? But I don't, mm-hmm. I don't believe, I don't, I don't subscribe to the coincidence game. Um, and so, um, so I started mastering my mind a little bit and now I have this, um, I've, basically mastered my mind to the point where I know if a negative thought is entering my mind, almost like before it starts. Like if there's a thought pattern that's starting to, to form, I can stop it literally within like uh, a tenth of a second. And at that moment, I say thank you because that's my opportunity to center myself um, and just take a moment and bring myself back to the present moment. And then I go from there. Um, okay. For a while, it, was, it wasn't like that. So I'll actually uh, give the listeners just kind of a simple script to use, mm-hmm. um, to say to yourself, to break yourself out of this thought loop, this, this pattern, this state, because we all can get caught in these rabbit holes sometimes. Oh, yeah, One definitely. thought leads to the next, leads to the next. So, um, so yeah. And like you said, Ken, you nailed it. Absolutely. Awareness is the first step when you can become aware of, Oh, this thought is not serving me. I don't want to sit here with this thought for the next hour and days or weeks or whatever, and just spiral out about this. So in that moment, you just pause. And what I say to myself is, I am not my thoughts. And right then and there, I separate myself from the, uh, the, the fixed reality that I'm seeing in my mind. So I give myself a moment to take a step back. I'm not my thoughts. And I'll actually even sometimes I'll take a step back. <laughs> like, like, really, yeah. I'm not my thoughts. I'm the thinker of my thoughts. Because I am the thinker of my thoughts. I can think about this piece of paper right here. I can think about this light right here. I can choose mm-hmm. my thoughts. Mm-hmm. I am not my thoughts. I am the thinker of my thoughts. Therefore, I choose my thoughts and I choose to focus on and then I'll either focus on a memory that just lit me up. I'll focus on my future um, mm-hmm. or me personally. Right now, I go to um, I go to silence. I go to nothing. So I'll, I'll actually choose to focus on nothing. 
mm-hmm. um, and just go to this blank s- space in my mind because that's where I like to work more. Working with, like you said earlier, people with uh, like Jim Fortin and um, James Wedmore. I interviewed both of those guys on my podcast and I asked them, what do you do when you want to focus, when you want to get stuff done? And they said, um, I get silent. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's something to that. So we're working in the silence. You can create anything. So long answer for that. But yeah, basically <laughs> manage your state manage your mind. And hopefully um, when you practice that little technique that I call um, the choice thinking statement, it's like you're choosing your thoughts mm-hmm. in that moment, you can shift out of a negative state that's perpetuated by your mind. And also like, I've got a mini tramp that I jump on sometimes when I'm feeling like a little lethargic and things like that, or I'd go on a walk, I'll go get some, get some sun yeah. on my face, things like that to break my state because mm-hmm. it's our, it's my choice. Now that I'm aware, like I said earlier, you can't unsee what you see now that I'm aware of um, my state, it's my choice if I want to do something to break that state and to shift my state. And then from there, it's back to business. Who can I help? How can I, how can I serve? Like, who can I help? How can I help even more people today? So, mm-hmm. so yeah. basically, it's, I mean, it's not easy, but it's about creating a habit for yourself so you can kind of get into a different kind of state and also to just kind of do something else once you kind of get those negative thoughts so you can yeah like you said go out for a walk or play with the kids or whatever it might be just do something else because then your mind goes to something else instead of those negative thoughts yeah yeah and and i've created what's uh, what's called the um, heart infused selling method Um, and one of the pillars for that is your presence and you know we've talked about that um, a lot so far and one of the main components of your presence is twofold one is yes, your habits, like literally yet again, it comes down to being, that's why being is so important because through repetition, it becomes automatic. It becomes unconscious. We don't have to think about being because we just be right. Mm-hmm. We're just being, and there's so much power in that. Um, the, so it's like, yeah, it's just how you show up, the actions you take. And then it comes to, um, a conversation of identity, how you see yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was a big conversation early on in my entrepreneur career that James Wedmore brought up to me. Um, he said, um, you know, Watson, the president of IBM, when he was the president, it really took off. He said, and they interviewed him later um, after his uh, after his great run. Um, and they said, what's your secret? What's what's the secret for success for you? How are you able to grow so fast? And he basically said, step number one is like identify where we want to be. So it's like, we wanted to be a multi-million, multi-multi-multi-million dollar company. Um, Step number two was, how does a multi-multi-multi-million dollar company act? How do we show up? How do we function? And step number three was, be that right now. We're not going to wait until we're a multi-million dollar company to be a multi-million dollar company. Like we, you know, said earlier with the Be Do Have model, be that now. So it's getting clear on how you want to show up. And for me, I got really curious about people like, like James yet again. It's like, I got really curious about how does he think? What does he kind of like say? How does he even like hold himself? What's the energy he exudes? Um, and from that point, I'm, I'm not just mirroring somebody else's energy. Cause I mean, obviously you can learn a lot from other people, but you have to put your own stamp on things. Um, but success leaves clues. So, um, some of the books that James reads and and mentions, I'm reading those books, you know, some of the things that he says that he does, you know, on a daily basis, I'm, I'm trying that out to see how that feels for me. Mm -hmm. Um, success leaves clues. So when you can start to reprogram how you see yourself and this, um, one of the best things to do is, is self hypnosis. It's 
literally like right. taking a moment. And, and sometimes people are like, think the word hypnosis and they think about people up on stage being, you know, hypnotized <laughs> and doing, doing kooky stuff. But um, you can only uh, basically hypnotize yourself. Like nobody else can really like hypnotize you until you basically give yourself permission to and are allowed to, or, you know, just like allowing. And so each and every day I'll take, you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes to get in just a very, very relaxed state. And then for me, you know, a lot of people, they try to visualize and they're like, I just can't see it. You know, I just can't see, I'm kind of like seeing some things that was me as well. And this is really where I fell in love with like, um, energy work. Mm -hmm. I started just experiencing in that moment, how I wanted to feel. And I would kind of see myself up on a stage and, um, and just like really owning the stage and have a, having a huge crowd. So that's the energy that I was like, um, stepping into. And, um, it actually was like, from that moment when I started get, tapping into the energy, my visions became more clear. Um, but it was like, how do I want to feel? And there was even points in times where it's like in the past, I felt so confident, like just like in certain instances and in certain moments, um, hit a home run in baseball or anything like that. And so I would go back to that moment. I would tap into that feeling and I would bring it and I would just sit in that feeling. And if you do that each and every morning, you're going to set the tone for the day. Um, you're going to get yourself in a state that's like you're, you're excited and you're carrying this with you. If you do this a few times a day, man, look out. Like, like things absolutely will rapidly change. Um, a quick story. So I was at Business by Design Live in 2018. I think I've been to like seven or eight <laughs> Business by Design Live <laughs> events. So, um, And the year before I showed up there, I was literally wearing a mask. And you said uh, you know, this earlier, I'm not sure if you said this before we hopped on or um, after we started going, but um, I was wearing a different face. I was wearing a different mask. I was literally showing up from a standpoint of like, I've got it all figured out. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm uh, you know, like I'm good to go, like uh, things like that. And for me, that was like so authentic because in that moment, I didn't see myself as that. I was fooling myself and I was trying to fool others. People would ask how my business is going. And mm -hmm. instead of being like, you know, there's some things that are, you know, kind of missing and getting some advice from some people. I was like, Oh, it's going great. It's awesome. It's growing. Yeah. Things like that. And I was full of shit. Sorry. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I don't like uh, swearing on other people's podcasts. You might have to go edit that or something. Yeah. So we'll, yeah, my we'll work that out. But yeah, uh, yeah but it was, but it was, uh, you know, I, I was being, uh, I was being fake. I, I wasn't being authentic with people. Um, and it really took me taking off my mask and being vulnerable for me to have the opportunity to then shift who I did want to be and how I did want to show up. And through repetition, through seeing myself um, in, a, um, in my mind's eye, how I wanted to show up, who I wanted to be, the energy I wanted to exude. Um, you know, and I'm just, I mean, just like you, I can, I can already get the sense. Like you have a huge heart. You just want to help people. And I was holding back. I was covering that up. Mm -hmm. And I gave myself permission in that point to be authentically me, show up, be real with people and not try to have, have it all figured out. Um, so this isn't a conversation of like being somebody who you're not, but also it's a conversation of stepping into who you know you can be mm -hmm. right here but, and right now. So I can believe that it's, you know, like you said, you coming to the business by design live and trying to be someone else. And I can understand where they're coming from because obviously you don't want to be judged because you don't want to be vulnerable. You don't want to show that you, you don't have it figured out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So obviously that's why you kind of wearing this mask just to kind of fool yourself and everybody else. Yeah. yeah of course I'm successful. Um, I don't know. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, that's probably why people struggle 
with being vulnerable because they don't have a place where they can be vulnerable because there are people judging. And that's why I love the BBD community because whenever you open your heart, share your feelings, whatever it is, there's literally, literally no judgment whatsoever. People are just listening to what you have to say and then, you know, give some advice. Yeah. There should be more people like that out there. Yeah, absolutely. You you nailed it. I mean, you nailed it. And like you said, it's a safe place for us to connect with other people and say, Hey, look, there's still some things I'm, I'm not, you know, getting an understanding. And, um, and so a year of doing basically like hypnosis, just like, like I said, you can call it what you want. Yeah. Uh, call it mind hacking if you want. And just like getting in a, in a nice relaxed state, seeing myself, seeing my future self, seeing myself on stage. The very next year I went to business by design. Um, there was, you know, four or five people that came up to me during the event randomly that were like, you've had like the craziest transformation this year. Like, Oh my gosh. And things like that. And what's wild is, um, you know, it was hard for me to see, like, I didn't, I didn't see Mm -hmm. it like that because it was like, I still had these thoughts, these, you know, these, these thoughts, but it was like, I was reprogramming myself and I was showing up differently. Um, Mm -hmm. and so that was great verification. And later on that year, um, I got a chance to get on on the stage in front of like 300 people at, at the at the event and, uh, you know, do a speech and things like that. So it's like that visualization got me up on stage like it, it, it allowed me to step into that. And I had a blast doing it like I knew I would. So so there's something to be said about um, every creation around us. The computers we're on now, the phones that we have, it started in the mind first. Mm-hmm. And when we just want to jump into doing and, oh, I've got to do this, I've got the checklist, I've got to do this, 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 we stay in this perpetuating state of basically working from our circumstances. And we talked about um, have, do, be working backwards earlier. And when you work from that place, you work from your circumstances um, of not enough time, not enough energy, not enough money. And when we work from not enough time, energy, or money, we simply perpetuate those circumstances. We're not changing anything has to start from within it has to start in our mind and it has to start in our hearts. Um, and so, yeah, yet again, that's, that's the work that I love to do. And, and you said also, um, judgment, mm-hmm. big, big deal for me. Like this was literally something that, um, I even like, uh, I, I wanted to go live on my Facebook personal profile for a very long time and I didn't do it for like a year and a half because there was people on there that, Oh, they probably don't, know what I'm talking about. And I've got old friends on there and I don't know what they'd say or think and stuff like that. And I let like the thought of everybody else hold me back mm-hmm. my heart. Like I literally, like it was causing pain in my life because I was not expressing myself. I wasn't letting, letting it go. And so I finally came to the, the, um, aha moment that look, we are judging machines. Like literally you judge, I judge everybody listening to this podcast judge. There's probably been times where they're like, I don't, I don't agree, Adam. I don't, I don't know about that. Um, or they're like, yeah, that's, that's, I, I totally get it. That's great that we're all judging. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of was an aha moment to me. It's like, I'm going to be judged regardless of what I do. And also I'm yeah. going to be judged by the greatest judge of all, of all, um, you know, besides God, I guess I would say is, is me. If I'm judging myself, I'm the harshest critic. Mm-hmm. So if I'm holding myself back and judging myself, that's way worse than everybody else judging me. So I came to the realization that I'm going to be judged regardless, either by myself or everybody else. So I might as well be judged showing up the way I want to show up, showing up with my heart and doing what I love. Because if I'm not, I'm going to have a lot of uh, questions to answer down the road someday. We're all going to have this moment in time where we're going to look back and be like, did I play full out? Did I show up? Could I have um, went even, you know, even more all in? 
And if the answer is like, no, you didn't play full out, that's going to be a, a tough pill to swallow someday. Um, so that's kind of the context that I work from as well as like having some tough an- uh, uh, answers to or questions to answer one day. And if I don't have the, the answers that I want in that moment in time, I think it's painful now to show up online and to put myself out there and share my stories. Mm-mm, it's going to be a lot more painful later on down the line. Believe, believe me, I just, <laughs> I just already know. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, all of this is so, so familiar. I mean, I can see all of these things. I, I mean, I'm still there in some of the aspects and some of them I've probably worked through, but I mean, there's so much work to be done from within that we don't even realize. I mean, personally, it's, uh, I think it started with, you know, uh, watching James Bledmore, uh talking about this stuff because I wasn't aware of you know, working from within and all that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. But when he started talking about, you know, how you can, like we talked about earlier, just catching the thoughts and, you know, it's okay to have the thoughts. That's not the problem. The thing is that you need to catch them and learn how to reframe them. Mm. And that's something I worked a lot on the past year. And that has definitely helped in how I, deal with things when they happen because bad stuff happens like all the time probably yeah. <laughs> i mean yeah there's we're, always something we're happens. living in uh 2020 right now absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me started if you're listening in 2020, to this episode <laughs> later we're, we're meaning this, this 10 years from now they're not going to get it but yeah <laughs> we'll still know 2020 <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah it's crazy and just being able to just focusing on something else and seeing a different side of everything i mean that is so important and um yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, yeah. and I would, I would say the, the biggest key to everything, something that I continue to get to see myself is just this kind of like surrendering and surrendering is not a, a, a disempowering word. It's actually one of the very most powerful words we could talk about. It's like letting go mm-hmm. um, because yet again, if we have beliefs about how things should be, if we have beliefs about money, if we have beliefs about um, business, if we have beliefs about ourselves, the more and more we can just let go let go, let go, let go and, and be and work from this moment of being present because when we're present, we don't have all the stories. Yes. Um, you know, there's, there's programming and things like that, but as long as we're doing some subconscious reprogramming and also being intentional about our habits, how we're showing up daily, then we're, you know, we're doing our job to correct those. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when we can work from the present moment, this is the only moment we are creating anything. And if we are not present in this moment, we are only uh, able to create what we've created in the past, only to the extent of how we see it in our minds. Mm. So when we can kind of let go of all the baggage, as I like to call it, all the old doubts, all the old worries, all the old fears, and just be, just be present, be in this moment, clear your thoughts, feel good now, then anything, I mean, mm. anything, anything, anything is possible from this moment. And if you're yeah. saying it's not, it's a story. <laughs> <laughs> I'll challenge that. I'll challenge that story. And even me saying it is, is a story. Like our lives are beliefs and stories. So you might as well choose the stories and beliefs that support your life and no longer take away from what you're trying to create here. So it's time to be hyper vigilant. Like Ken said earlier, awareness is, is freaking key. Uh, absolutely. Um, be aware of what's going into your mind. You can go uh, even more aware of what's coming out of your mouth and also be hyper aware of how you're showing up each and every day. And you're going to get it wrong a lot. Like I still get it wrong a lot, (laughs) but you have the opportunity to, through repetition, 
to step into um, a new version of yourself, see yourself differently. And there is a version of yourself that um, is exactly the version of yourself that you know you can be like deep down inside. We all have this, like, I know I can be more, but if we come from a place of guilt, like I should be doing more in this moment, that's yet again, just pulling us out of the moment. Mm-hmm. get back to the present, get back to zero point right here and right now and focus on being, yeah. focus on your energy, clear your thoughts, and then just take one step forward, one step forward, one step forward. You know, as entrepreneurs, we like to have all the um, whole, the whole roadmap lined out in front of us. We know the next 50 steps were taken and now we're going to go, but the game is to go and get feedback and course correct as we go and continue to go and trust yourself each and every way. And if you're working from the old paradox, the old way of being, probably not going to trust yourself. But when you can let go, surrender, allow, and trust yourself, it's powerful, powerful power in that. So, mm-hmm. and it, this goes for launches too. I mean, this you know, showing up in your launch, the energy, um, and it was even eye-opening in, in James's launch. Um, we like to talk about James a lot. And <laughs> <laughs> James's launch, um, you know, he was doing some back uh, behind the scenes um, videos and stuff, and literally his job behind the scenes was he was straight up being the CEO. He wasn't in stress or fear or anything like that. There was like moments in time. It was like, these numbers aren't kind of like matching up here. Like what's, what's going on here. And they just like, you know, just pivoted slightly and, and, you know, did, did different things. And, um, and it was cool to see that he was just staying in his energy. You know, they, they spend a lot of money on ads. I'll say a lot. I mean, that's, that's my, um, perspective i guess some people yeah. might be like that ain't a lot <laughs> that ain't nothing um but you know they they invested they invested heavily in, in ads and, and to get people into their um into their launch but they weren't worried they were mm-hmm. trusting they were allowing and, and all they were doing is focusing on the numbers the high level things and, and letting the the team do the rest so it was just eye-opening to see when you are in launches like that um, they were focused on their energy because if their energy's off and he gets on a live and he's like hey you know things like that you're going to feel it. We are, we are sensing beings. People can feel your energy. And so when you can come from a place of managing your energy, come from a place of letting your heart do the talking more and more and more, let your message come through your heart. Don't try to figure it all out. Um, you know, with all the niches and, uh, um, you know, the customer avatars and, you know, the mission statements and all this stuff. It's like that yet again, gets back into trying to figure things out. Let it come through you but also trust your training, right? It's like, I think that's what Navy SEALs will say. It's like, trust your training. Um, and at the end of the day, yeah, it's just like, show up, show up, play full out in your launches, play full out in life. Um, and yeah, that way mm-hmm. you don't have to answer them questions down the road. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that you're saying, you know, staying in the present because, you know, if we don't stay in the present, obviously you're focusing either on the past or you're focusing on the future. And, the past is the past. It's done. You can't do anything about yeah. that. And yep. the future is hasn't happened yet. So whatever you think about the future, it's just a scenario that might happen. But you know, there's probably twenty thousand other scenarios that might happen as well. Yeah. So there's no point in you know staying focused on all those scenarios which might or might not happen because you don't know. So the best thing you can do is stay present and just focusing on the now and go forward with whatever that yeah. you're feeling is right. Absolutely. And one of the things I I love sharing too is uh, when you get out in the future, when we're thinking out in the future, we don't bring all our resources with us. When we're thinking out in the future, we don't bring our heart. We don't bring our sense of humor. We don't bring Mm -hmm. our past experiences to where we've been in situations similar. We don't bring our our wit. 
Um, we don't bring any of our resources with us. So f- that's, you know, that's fear is getting out into the future in our mind without all the resources that we ha- have available to us right here and right now. So if you're going to get out in the future and if you're going to play scenarios out in your mind, make sure you bring all your resources with you or else you're not playing a, a fair game. You're just kind of making, making things up. Um, and that turns into instead of fearing things and trying to predict things is, um, you know, visualizing things simulating things in your mind, how you want things to play out. Like I do that each and every morning as well. I'll take a moment just to like energetically flow through the day and just know that the day is going to flow well and things are just uh, in alignment. And I'm telling you like, there's something to that. Something Mm. to that. It's like telling my brain, Hey, look, this is, this is how this is going to go. This is what to look for. And so if um, we're trying to get off track, if my energy is getting off track and stuff like that, we've already been through this. We're going to, um, you know, my brain's going to be like, no, we were going to do this whole like light and fluffy fun day together. Right. So like, yeah, let's just do this. So it's like literally get your, get your mind on board and then let go and just have fun. I mean, we started businesses to have fun and to um, be expansive and to have freedom. So let's have more fun, mix it up. I'm like do, do you boo. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Love that. I don't know who said this, but I remember somebody talking about, you know, that there's basically you know, different timelines. So there's you where you're at right now. There's you perhaps where things are not going so well. And there's the timeline where everything is going real well. And, you know, at some point, these timelines will cross. And somewhere down that line, your success awaits. Yes. And I love that analogy because just continue what you're doing. And eventually that success timeline, you will cross over to that and boom. And then you have another timeline below that, which is probably even more successful. And you will cross over that one as well at a later point. But yeah, yeah, I love uh, that. I, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, we're, we're definitely going to hit those crossroads one way or the other. So it's just like if we're sitting back waiting, it's like we're not going to get anywhere. It's like take take the steps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I believe it's, absolutely. you know, it's about focusing obviously on the positive things and not getting hung up the negative things. I think probably Jim Fortin said something about uh your tension is where you focus or something, or is it the yeah. other way around? You, you are where your tension is. Yep. You are where your attention is. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if yep. your tension is on the negative stuff, that's obviously what's going to happen. You yep. can see a lot that's more negativity. Reality. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Absolutely, where, man. what can we tell people as a last advice for, you know, getting a grip on handling all of these thoughts that we have and, yeah, make sure that we get the best out of it. Yeah, um, I would say, you know, the the work is in slowing down just a bit. I mean, mm-hmm. when we're working from fear and thinking we need to do more work, longer hours, and it, trust me, it was like when James first started saying this, um, I kind of was calling, I was calling, I was calling foul. I was like, wait, you can't, I was like, wait, you can't just, you know, focus more on, um being very intentional. I was like, you still have to work longer hours and put in more work because that's how you get more done. And that's how you make more money. Right. Um, and literally like he, he, he would like say that. And I was just like, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but it, it really is about slowing down for a minute. Um, mm-hmm. you know, you'd mentioned Jim Fortin, um, you know, his mentor, Don Javier, uh, shared a quote that's just like game changer. It says, if you want to change the world, which I think in a sense, like we all want to change the world in in our deepest part of us, like we want to impact mm-hmm. the world. If you want to change the world, you must first stop the world. In order to stop the world, you must stop yourself. And when you stop yourself, you can change yourself. 
And when you change yourself, you can change the world. And so the magic is in pausing, stopping, slowing down for a second. There were so many times I would wake up and just be putting out fires all day long. And then I look back, I'm like, I absolutely got nothing done today. Mm. I got some emails sent out. I tweaked my website. I got one Instagram post done that took me six hours. It was just like, I'm not getting anything done. Um, And so being able to pause each and every day and really kind of like I said, you know, simulating your day a little bit and just seeing like, what's the actions that will really propel my life forward? And who do I need to be to do those actions in a way? And it might be the being is to not do those freaking actions. Like I don't need to be doing all the website and tweaking my copy again in my, um, my uh, signature statement for the 100 millionth time. It's like, I don't need to be doing those things right now. I need to be connecting with my audience. I need to be connecting with my customers. I need to be um, strategizing. I need to be seeing my business at a higher level. I need to be connecting with other high level entrepreneurs that can, uh, we can support each other. That's, and you know, recording podcasts, like, uh, you know, and doing videos, like that's, Mm -hmm. that's the work I'm supposed to be doing. I'm not supposed to be in the trenches doing all the things. And then it's just like, comes to a point, it's like, okay, well, how do I remove myself from the equation? And you don't get to that point if you're living on autopilot. Like literally, there's so many people in the world, especially like right now with all the fear going on, they're in autopilot. They are not taking a moment to sit back and and to calculate and be like, okay, what's my next best step? What's the one thing I can do right now that makes everything else so much easier? What's the one thing I can accomplish this week that's going to set me up for success? What's the one thing this month? That I, if I do, like everything else is just going to become obsolete. Like I'm just going to like knock it out of the park. And working from that context, um, life becomes a lot easier. And when we can get out of the fear and just know, okay, I'm seeing my finances. I don't like where it's at. However, that's the finances I created from yesterday. If I continue to do the same things today, I'm going to create the same finances tomorrow. I've got to be able to stand in my power today, stay present and create from this moment. And there's going to be times where it's like, okay, I'm getting momentum. And then um, you'll probably look back and be like, but I'm not there yet. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Mm-hmm. Pause, settle in, get back to your power and keep moving forward. Because with our thoughts, our overthinking, we drain so much of our personal power. Literally like each and every day, like we drain our power. I used to have to take like two hour naps lately because it was like overthinking, overthinking. It would, it would zap me out. And also worrying about what other people think drains your energy, um, putting so much self-importance on ourselves. Like how am I looking? Um, hopefully people like me and hopefully people connect with me and where's my results. Where's my money putting so much importance on ourselves drains our energy. Mm -hmm. But when we come from a place of ground zero of being present and asking good questions, like how do I help even more people today that will fuel your fire. And so taking a moment to pause and just really looking around and getting in the habit of pausing, you know, if you get all, it, it, for me, it was started being a feeling. It was like when I would get tense, when I would get like anxious feeling, I'm, well, I'm like, whoa, 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 <sighs> Take a breath. Okay. Look around. Like just literally, like I would go outside sometimes and we get so tunnel vision. It's like, if you take a moment to look at one thing and just stare at it for, you know, 20 seconds and then look at all the surroundings, look at all the trees, all the cars, all the um, grass, look, look at everything in your surrounding it will literally take you out of this tunnel vision stressed moment to where you feel just so expansive and just know that everything you're doing, we are all in this together. Like literally it's like when you're not helping somebody that you should be helping today, um, 
chances are that person was supposed to help me here in a couple of weeks and, and I was supposed to help somebody else and it's going to circle back and help you. We're all in this thing together. So if we are focused so much on our self-importance and our fear and our own doubts and our own worries, and if we are shrinking to the point where we're not showing up and just freaking helping people, I mean, even if it's just hopping on a Zoom call and being like, look, I can help you. Let's jump on a call. I'm just going to help you get in the habit of doing that. And you'll find that you'll start finding your value, your worth. You'll start refining your message. You'll start figuring out what your uh, ideal customers, um, how they think, what, what they see in the world, how they act, how they want to feel. And then from there, use your heart. If you feel compelled to ask for a sale, if you say, hey, look, I can help you. This is what it looks like. Then stand in your power and do so. I mean, it's, it's literally like managing your day, not by your time, we, if we're managing our day by our time, we're working from circumstances again, but rather manage your day by managing your energy and use that energy wisely to help people. There's this underlying law of reciprocity out there. When you do good things for others, not expecting something immediate in return and just knowing, hey, look, I'm doing putting goodwill out in the marketplace, just like Ken, you're doing with your podcast. It's like we're not just podcasts don't just like re, you know, I, I put out a couple episodes, I had 10 new customers come in. It's like, no, you're doing this as an act of service to help people and to, yeah. to connect and to evolve, help others evolve. And the goodwill you put out in the marketplace in being of service um, will come back to you tenfold. Absolutely. I'm oh, sorry about that. I'm starting to see that um, in my life as well. Oh. Got it. Okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> Got a strict like, schedule today. Apparently I'm working from that time circumstance. So, <laughs> But anyway, this is so, a great yeah, way to yeah. end this. Uh, I mean, yeah, all the yeah, advice you came with, that. it, that's amazing. And I just want to say thank you for just being on the podcast. But uh, before we end this, obviously, where can people find out more about you and connect with you though? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, find me anywhere you want, Facebook, Instagram, um, whatever your, um, whatever your social media of choice is. I definitely am doing a lot of behind the scenes stuff on Instagram. You can find me at Adam Kadu and that's K I D D O O um, two D's two O's. And yeah, definitely send me a, send me a note. I'd love to know that you heard me on uh, Ken's podcast here. And um, I just do a lot of fun stuff on stories behind the scenes and I'm always just mixing it up and, um, and yeah, connect with me wherever you'd like. And also you can check out my, um, my website that we just got updated at adamkadu.com. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. We're actually just uh, uh, updating or basically uh, republishing that in the next day or two. So by the time this podcast is out, you'll get to see the, the brand new yeah. website there. So, Well, we'll make sure that all of that shows up in the show notes so they can click through and see all of that beauty. Um, again, thank you, Adam, for showing up and having this uh, deep conversation about you know the way we are being. Um, really appreciate that. Yeah. And, th- and thank you, Ken. I, I want to acknowledge you for um, doing what you do. I mean, podcasting is definitely a, a labor of love and um, you know, it's, it's definitely something that you saw a need in the marketplace to help people. And you wanted to also learn a lot of yourself by showing up like this. So, I mean, it's, it's amazing. Some of the guests you've had on are absolutely amazing. So, um, so yeah, if, if somebody's just listening for the first time, go back and binge and, and go to my podcast, the Powerpreneur podcast and binge as well. Cause the more yeah. good things we can get between our ears, the more we'll grow and evolve and the more we'll stay up because the world is kind of a messy place out there. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of negativity going on. So if we can stay up, if we can stay in our power, then um, we will be the person who does the things to get the results we're after. And I can, I can bet you on that. So. Excellent. Well, thank you everybody for listening into this week's podcast and we'll catch up again next week. Take care. 
Thank you so much for listening to the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. Now, if you like this episode, I would really appreciate if you left a review over on iTunes. And secondly, head on over to Instagram and connect with me at Ken Westgar. That's K-E-N-W-E-S-T-G-A-A-R-D. And drop me a DM and tell me all about your launch. And I'll catch you in the next episode.